Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of the Preach Network. Usually, uh, you know, triple show, uh, but it's going to be a double show this week, hosted by yours truly on Tales from the Cribbed, our gateway horror show. And I can say with a smile on my face that Mr. Seth Trav is back and will be hosting the Switch It Up show uh, in this mini episode with a review of Squid's Odyssey. Now, it's actually pulled right from his recent video review, which you can check out over on our YouTube, which I will link in the show description. So up first, we're going to have Tales from the Crib, and then stay tuned for the return of Setrav on the Switch It Up show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and ghouls, thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Tales from the Crypt. My name is Glenn and I'll be your host as together we explore the wonderful world that is Gateway Horror. So without any further ado, let's go ahead and get this mini episode started. We are going to start it off with the buzz, shop smart, and then proceed right to our main review segment. And that music, of course, means that it is time for The Buzz. The Buzz is the segment of the show where I like to pull out a uh, piece of horror news from out there in the depths of the worldwide interwebs and discuss it right here on Tales from the Crib with all of you. But don't worry, ladies and gentlemen, the conversation does not need to be a one-way conversation. We can continue this dialogue over on Twitter at From the Crib. Go ahead, give me a little follow. Tell me what's going on in your world of horror as I talk about our collective world of horror right here, right now. Uh, so, one of the bigger things that's been going on in the horror news lately has been the idea of the Chucky remake by the producers of It. Uh, the newer It reimagining of the miniseries, of course, based on the book by Stephen King. Um, I think that this is very, very interesting. Um, personally, I am more excited for a Chucky sequel, um, you know, for the latest Chucky film. I really love that they kind of just keep that story going and going and going. And we are, in fact, getting a Chucky sequel in a way in the current Chucky universe. Rumor has it is that it's going to be an episodic TV series, which I think is awesome. I think Chucky on television would be super, super fun. So personally, I am like absolutely thrilled for that, especially as long as they get Brad Dourif to continue You know that voice of Chucky. He is Chucky. Without Brad Dourif, there is no Chucky. And I feel like that to me, uh, at least extends over to my thoughts and feelings on uh, the Chucky remake. You know, if you're going to remake a film, um, you know, like a lot of people get super upset about horror remakes. To them, it's like, you know, like part of them is being taken away. But that's really not how I like to look at it. You know, even though I think Child's Play um, 1 is like a classic, like modern classic horror movie, and Child's Play 2 is a ton of fun, and Child's Play 3 is like, you know, pretty pretty funny, and then it gets funnier as they go on. Um, you know, Chucky and Child's Play, like those movies aren't necessarily going to appeal to everybody who is watching like, you know, today's horror. Like it would might be difficult to make the original Child's Play appeal to like kids of today and since this show is all about gateway horror kind of extending that love of horror to like new and potentially new fans you know sometimes you have to take a property and remake it or reimagine it in a way that's a little bit more in line with what's happening like today now a lot of people think that that takes away you know from you know from the original now personally i i, I don't you know i i you know, we, we have remakes of all types of different franchises, all types of series, um, even you know, standalone movies like The Thing. Um, you know, we've had a remake of that, even though that was more like a prequel. Spoilers. Um, but, 
you know, still, those movies will always be there for us. And I kind of like to think that with these remakes of these classic films that we really like, you know, someone might go see the Chucky remake who would never, you know, be convinced to watch the original Child's Play and fall in love with the character. And then hopefully that makes them curious and they go back and they say, you know what? Like, it's based on what movie? Like, let me go, you know, let me go check this out. Um, you know, that's actually what inspired me to go check out uh, Death Note. Now, I saw the preview for Netflix's Death Note, you know, the reimagining um, in a, like, I don't know, 90-something minute film of the, um, you know, the, the, the manga and the anime series, and I was like, whoa, this looks really, like, this looks really cool, let me go back and watch the anime, and I loved it, and the first anime I ever watched, and if it wasn't for the remake, which I absolutely hated when I did get a chance to watch it, I never would have found the anime, which I really loved, and that led me down the road to discover, like, all this other horror man anime, like, you know, another, um, uh, Tokyo Ghoul, and I'm like, I can't believe, like, there's this whole world of, like, horror stories that are, like, new and original, and I never would have known about it, and I never would have even, like, thought to look if it hadn't have been, uh, you know, for the Netflix remake. So, you know, that can, like, the, I feel like there's all these, like, untouched, like, horror fans out there who don't know that they're a fan because they just, you know, aren't quite, you know, aware. And even though Chucky is a pretty big name, um, not everyone is as tuned in, you know, as we are as fans. And there might even be a situation where, you know, you're a really big horror fan, but it might be something you've just never, you know, just never gone down that road. In the world of streaming and everything, we have so many choices, uh, you know, of what to watch. There's just, there's just so much out there and you don't always, you know, you add stuff to the list, but you might not ever get there. Um, but maybe, maybe, just maybe somebody watches the remake of Chucky or a trailer or something like that and, and it catches their eye and then they start. So to me, like I'm a fan, um, you know, of the Chucky remake. I do, you know, the fan inside me, of course, wants to have Brad Dourif be that voice because that is the voice of Chucky. And I feel like that is a key ingredient into hooking, you know, the, the, those first time watchers into watching all of the other Chucky films. So, I mean, because the, he, that, that voice, that's the one constant in the Chucky franchise. Like, you know, that is Chucky by that voice. So if they get him to do the voice in the remake, I feel like that's really going to help their case to help promote it and, you know, encourage people to go back and visit the catalog. So to me, like, I will watch any Chucky movie, any Chucky TV series you throw out there as long as you have that voice. Because when you take that away, you know, then you can make the argument and be like, is it really, you know, is it really Chucky? You know, like, so I really hope Brad Dorf has been on all these movies. So I really hope that, you know, especially if like a bigger theater, a bigger theater, a bigger distribution company is thinking about making this, um, that they go ahead. Hopefully they'll have a bigger, you know, they'll have a bigger budget. If he's showing up for these smaller budget films, hopefully he'd show up for this bigger budget one. So that's my thought. Let me know your thought on the idea of possibly remaking uh, Chucky, because uh, I would, I feel like we can go back and forth on that. And I feel like it's all good. You know, even if we disagree, um, we can still, we can still have that conversation. We can still have a good time because at the end of the day, even if our thoughts are different we both love chucky and we both love scary movies so let's love them together over on twitter at from the cribbed um let's get together let's have a good time shop smart shop s smart you got that all right so now this is the shop smart segment now in shop smart i like to highlight uh, a few different products uh, that i go around and find over on the interwebs now it doesn't always have to be blu-rays but it almost is it's almost always blu-rays uh, but you know what i'm gonna throw uh i'm gonna throw a curveball in there um with you right now uh, because i'm gonna i'm gonna call an audible right here live on the show I never do this, but I'm gonna go ahead and do it. Um, maybe, maybe I will, uh, you know, throw like my Blu-ray picks uh, for. I'll save them for another week if the prices are still good. But I did have three Blu-rays. But instead, we're gonna talk about Legos. Now, I am not like a huge Lego guy. I really like. I, I grew up working with working with Legos. Yeah, <laughs> I grew up playing with Legos, um, and I always thought they were cool. Uh, and that was, you know, that was pretty much it. Um, you know, I had the little ones. I would never really follow the directions for building things. Uh, I would kind of just like do my own little thing and I would had like one of those green mats that you could set all the Legos up on and you know, I'd work on something and then come back to it the next day and I would just build stuff. I never really got into like the instructions and things like that. And as an adult, I really have even less and less time. I uh, certainly don't have time to just go sit down and like build like a giant Lego thing. So um, I don't really have, you know, I don't, 
not too much modern experience in in the uh, you know in the fandom. Um, despite the fact that Legos, I feel like, are now more popular now than ever. Uh, both physical Legos because there's Lego stores and a bunch of malls, and also like virtual Legos with Minecraft, huge game, which is pretty much you're playing with Legos. I mean, there's more there to it, but a huge part of it is the building. Anyway, the reason I'm talking your ear off about Legos is because I happen to come across a bunch of these like little horror Lego figures. What's cool about these is that they are just like the regular size of the Lego like people. Um, they're super tiny, really like you know, there's really like no assembly. You like put their legs into their body, and then like maybe they're holding like uh, after holding a prop or something like that, you put it into their arms. Um, but aside from that, you're pretty much good to go, uh, and then you know, you have them. Currently, uh, if you go ahead over on my Twitter at from the crib, I will take a picture of this and you can take a peek at them, uh, check them out and see them. Uh, I currently have a Pennywise one, a um, uh, a pinhead, a ghost face, um, a leather face, a Jason, a Michael Myers, a Freddy, uh, the nun, which I can't wait to see, uh, Ryuk from Death Note, Chucky, and um, Billy the Puppet from Saw. Uh, I have them all sitting right on top of one of my picture frames. I'm going to pull some of them down and take a picture so you guys can check them out uh, and see what they look like over on Twitter, and maybe I'll throw it on our Instagram uh, as well, which is at PreachCast, um, so you can uh, check it out and see what it looks like. And I, I mean, I'm telling you, like the attention to detail on some of these like Lego figures is awesome. Um, the Pennywise one is super cool looking he's got like this weird circus uh type i don't know baton thing that he's holding but his hair is like spot on from the remake and what's neat is when you purchase these like you have the option to choose either like the like classic pennywise from the it miniseries or the new one from the remake i chose the new one from the remake remake just because i really like how he looks not i mean i love the miniseries don't get me wrong i I love it. Uh, I loved it then, and I love it now. Um, but the new movie, I just was like, this looks really cool. And, like, the detail was so good. Um, the pinhead has, like, a little, um, you know, the, the the cube from Hellraiser. Um, Leatherface has, uh, of course, like, actually, Leatherface has some weird thing. It's not quite a chainsaw, but it is, like, a motorized saw. Uh, the Michael Myers, of course, has a knife. Freddy has his glove. Uh, the nun has this, like, creepy little knife as well. Uh, Ryuk has his apple. Uh, Chucky has his little knife. Um, it's just really, I don't know, it's just really cool. Um, Freddy even has his hat. Uh, he's wearing the green striped sweater. Uh, it's just, it's just really neat. And aside from just being cool, easy to assemble, these things are dirt cheap i mean absolutely rock bottom prices dirt cheap ridiculous um i feel like this is something you would see at a horror convention uh, because i've never really seen any of them uh, in a store or online or anything like that at all um but i feel like you go to a horror convention somebody would have these and you'd be like wow like that is super cool how much do they cost and somebody would be like oh you know a figure like eight dollars and you'd be like that's pretty cool like these look awesome i'll pick a couple of these up and before you know it you spent like 20 bucks totally worth it if i was at a convention i wouldn't even think twice i'd be like this is so cool check this out all right but i've got one two three four five six seven eight nine ten i've got like 12 of them and i mean i paid literally including shipping uh per little figure i paid 65 cents a piece with free shipping i paid like it was like nine dollars or something like that not even um for all of these like little like lego figures and I found them over on AliExpress, uh, which is a website slash app that you can use to purchase um, like different like products directly from China. So you do have to wait for shipping. It took like a week or so for it to show up, maybe a little bit longer. But I'm telling you, it was worth the wait. These things look awesome. Um, they have one for like pretty much any like horror figure you can imagine. And on top of that, if you look at a few um, sellers, they have them from inspired from like other movies. Of course, I'm sure they're absolutely, absolutely not officially licensed in any way, shape, or form. But man, do they look cool! They are super, super inexpensive, uh, and they're just a nice little thing for you to add to your like you know horror collection slash setup. And they don't take up like hardly any room. I have them standing on top of a picture frame right now, and they all come with like a little base that you can sit things on. So horror, like Lego type things, that is going to be my uh, you know my section here in Shop Smart. I always talk about Blu-rays. This thing is really cool, and I think more people should know about it. And the price point is awesome because you can pretty much buy almost all of them, and you're going to spend less than $20. And when I say all, like I have 12, I, I know there's more. They have one for pretty much anything. Please 
do, do yourself a favor, go online, check this out over on AliExpress, just search like hard Lego and they will pop up. Um, great. Thank you. Uh, and uh, let's go ahead and wrap up with like the main feature segment. And now for our feature presentation. That music, of course, ladies and gentlemen, is from the horror TV anthology show Goosebumps uh, that originally aired in the wonderful year uh, that is 1995 through 1998. Now, of course, this is based on the awesome series of books by R.L. Stein. Um, so this was this was a big deal, um, you know, when I was growing up as a kid. This show, and more importantly, this book series. It's probably one of the first book series I feel like that kids like my age like really got into and like couldn't stop watching. Um, they really, really liked it. When like getting these from the library it was next to impossible. You would go over to like Barnes and Noble, or Walden Books, or um, Borders, and go and pick these out. Like it was, it was a big deal if you had the Goosebumps book. So the fact that there was a TV series was like, like awesome. Um, but what's interesting is this was around and on the air at the same time that Are You Afraid of the Dark was. Um, so to me, when I was growing up, Are You Afraid of the Dark was a much bigger deal for me to watch anyway than to go and check out the TV, uh, the TV show. And for me, I never really wanted the book to be spoiled by the show. Um, and I would grab these books like, you know, um, when I was a kid and when I was growing up, but I couldn't just, you know, have, get new books all the time. So I was always a little bit behind. And even now as an adult, I have, I have not had a chance to be able to go back and read them all. Um, and you know what? Straight up, no shame. I am anxious to go back and reread the Goosebumps. Recently, I just completed my Goosebumps set. In fact, um, that's a little bit of an exaggeration. It's been complete for a while, but I'm super picky about conditions. So I've been like, keeping my eyes out at like garage sales and flea markets and stuff like that, looking out for like I have a list on my phone of like which Goosebumps books I need an upgrade for. Uh, like so, I'm super particular. I want the set to look really nice because the idea is I. Like, you know, I have it and I keep it around and then one day, I, uh, you know, my son can read them and, you know, it'll be it'll be awesome. So hopefully that'll be part of his gateway. But this show um, it is uh, I, I sat down and I watched a few episodes and it was the very first time that I had ever watched the Goosebump show. Because like I said, I was afraid I was an already afraid of the dark kid. And that show was an event. It was on on a Saturday night. Snick, like it was the whole, it was the whole thing. It was like a ritual. If I'm not mistaken, Goosebumps came on in like the afternoon, so it wasn't really, you know, it wasn't. It was a, it was a big deal. But if you did something after school, if you were involved in any type of sports or after school activity or anything like that, um, Goosebumps wasn't as accessible as, um, you know, Are You Afraid of the Dark was. So I feel like that might have, um, you know, a play into maybe why I wasn't so familiar with it. However, um, I sat down and I watched um, the very, very first first episode of this show um and which was uh the girl who cried monster uh and this is based of course on the book the girl who cried monster and what's neat is that every single one of these shows is based on one of the books and they go through and they cover like a good portion of the the books um and they do go through like the series and things like that but one thing that bothered me is that they don't go in order like episode number one is not the first book, which is Welcome to Dead House. Um, they go to a girl who cried monster, uh, which is fine, uh, but it's just you know it's just strange. You would think that they would it would line up, but because the show is you know like um, uh, an anthology series, I guess in a way, um, you know just like uh, Tales from the Crypt. Um, you know, I always have to struggle so hard when I say that because now I'm training myself to say crypt. Um, you know, they can choose, they can really choose any order they want because they're not related. Um, so you will go through and get, and get a whole bunch of them. Um, but the very first one I watched, start off the very first episode, uh, and it's got the same type of, like, 
like campy um acting of course i mean of course it does right because the people in this in these shows are are kids not to say that um you know that kids can't be great actors they certainly can be uh but i'm sure that they weren't exactly swinging for the fences when it came to the casting budget for goosebumps tv series uh there were definitely some moments where i was like the delivery on this is a little a little rough not that i'm an actor myself um but like there there are some there's definitely some lines and some some moments that you'll you'll not cringe but I feel like we have a loving affection for things that are so bad that they're good, uh, and Goosebumps is definitely going to be one of them. Um, but it's missing, like, not that Are You Afraid of the Dark uh, doesn't have that, because it certainly does. But the thing is, I feel like, at least for me, I look past a lot of the inadequacies of Are You Afraid of the Dark because I grew up with it. So to me, like, those episodes, like, I love like I love it. I love that pinball episode in Are You Afraid of the Dark, despite how fact, like, despite the fact that, like, how over-the-top things are. Like, to me, anytime I watch that now, like, I just I just love every moment that it's on the screen. That's all I can say is, like, how great it was. Uh, so I am completely blinded when it comes to that uh but for goosebumps when i'm watching it i'm like man this is this is a little bit of a struggle at some points uh but i still like it because it's based on the book series that i love so much um and what's really funny is that in a girl who cry monster there were some like effects at the end uh when they do the reveal spoilers um that the uh, parents are in fact monsters uh you know they that i thought were pretty not graphic but pretty shocking like you know it was pretty like it was pretty intense more so than a lot of the things that you see on are you afraid of the dark because on on that show i feel like they pulled some more punches there are some scary moments on are you afraid of the dark and there's some like creepy visuals but you know they had some they had some pretty like like some of the shots in the i thought in the first episode when you see the vampires and like how they're presented uh for like a littler kid i could see him being scared by it so i was like whoa like good for you goosebumps like you uh you know you were going for scary like you and you you delivered on it i i liked it um i thought it was cool so i mean if you are a fan of the goosebumps series i really think that this is a great thing for you to watch of course um that being said um you know i feel like it's it could also serve as a great way uh to be able to like you know if you you can want you can read the book and you can watch the movie um so you know if you are thinking of introducing this um because that's this whole whole purpose of this podcast and what i'm trying to um like really dedicate now that uh mr trav is back i can really kind of focus more of my attention on the gateway aspect of that and i feel like goosebumps is going to be a because it doesn't have a super high reader level you can read it at a younger age um i feel like this is a great opportunity for you to be able to read the book um of goosebumps check out the like the television representation and like compare and contrast um so a lot of times like you know if for some reason hopefully my son is all about horror and all about reading but if he's not maybe i can kind of bribe him and be like okay well if we read this we can watch this you know like um not that that's always the best thing but you know what i mean um i think i had i had a good time with the show i'm going to watch um the other episodes that are in it uh there's not a ton of episodes they're all available streaming over on netflix so I highly, um, you know, recommend uh, that you go through uh, and you watch it. Uh, it's free. Um, it's not available on Blu-ray. Um, it is available on DVD. Um, there's like four DVD releases. I think it's one per each season. Uh, the first episode too. I'm sorry, was um, the haunted, Ma- uh, the haunted mask. So I was a little, little wrong with that. Um, but uh, oh no, no, I definitely did not watch the girl who cried monster. Um, so the Netflix, um, <laughs> the uh, the Wikipedia uh, entry is a little is a little bit off for the first episode, uh, so uh, don't uh, don't don't pay attention uh, to that there. Uh, but I had a great time uh, with this show. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, and like I said, it, it it ran for about four years, four seasons, seventy four episodes. So there's a good amount. I, I, if you're interested, please do yourself a favor and go and watch it. And there are. Um, it looks like there's three episodes that are original stories that are not tied to a book. Um, they do the main series of Goosebumps, of course, and that's like their bread and butter um, for pretty much the most, uh, the most of the uh, first two, uh, th- even three seasons. They're still doing like the like the main series. 
uh, and they do split some books up into two episodes. Uh, but once they get into like the tail end of the second season and into the third, they start to do some more of the newer Goosebumps uh, and like the even more tales to give you Goosebumps. Uh, and then uh, towards the end, um, they're doing like the Goosebumps series 2000, uh, where they do some of the newer ones. Now, to me, like the Goosebumps, uh, the main thing is like the original 62 books. Like that is like, you know, the Bible of Goosebumps. And I really hope that they put out like a hardcover edition at some point. Um, of these things that way I can carry it around uh, like you know in public and not have to like you know be like shamed <laughs> not that uh, you know not that I care because I have no problem carrying my goosebumps book around I feel like I'd probably have a lot of people like be like yes that's awesome um, but uh, I really hope they end up putting out a hardcover version of this or hopefully like a blu-ray of these uh, of these shows uh, but check it out over on Netflix if you have any type of interest in the goosebumps TV show um, if you haven't watched it before you know, just go into it with an open mind because it's not the, you know, it's not going to be the best thing you've ever seen. Uh, but, you know, that being said, I still think there's a lot of opportunities for you to have a lot of fun with it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Tales from the Crib. Then make sure you stay tuned for Mr. Seth Drab as he comes back on the Switch It Up show and reviews Squid's Odyssey. It's from the Game Breakers, play with the buttons or tap the screen, it's Finding Nemo the RPG, no, it's Squid's Odyssey, um, I don't know much about it, but this is an RPG that we got a little bit ago, um, from our good friends over here, um, and it's called Squid's Odyssey, uh, all I know is that it is a RPG and it's squid based, so... I know that I love a good RPG, as you guys know, I love uh, Sega 5, um, and I spent so much time in Xenoverse, or Xenoblade uh, Saga 2, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, excuse me, the concussion, still got me, everybody, that's why it's taken me so long to get to this one. Um, I don't know how well I'm going to be able to play this again, because I don't know much about it, I try to always stay fresh when I go into these things, um, so we're going to see what goes on here. Squids of the Caribbean. Carved in stone. Prepping. Vaheen playing game. Armies of squids, mighty guardians. Do I? Oh, I moved that along. Every civilization carves its legends on the stones of the temples. Lost temples made of crumbling stone. Crumbling is good, easier to break in. One, two, crack. And there they are. Vaheen, Zodiac, Steve. We set on three. That's Steve. <laughs> well, honey, you said two. What? Come after two. Winnick, Elite Destroyer. That's the spirit boy. All right, let's go explore. I'm quite sure we can find us some pearls, big shiny ones. Pull your tentacle and aim with the left stick and press the A button to throw yourself. You can tap the touch screen too. Okay, cool. So... The small bubbles indicate your stamina. When there is none left, your turn is over. Okay. Where do I get to? It's just as far as I can go? Up the deal here? Oh, hey, what? What's that? <laughs> Looks like shrimps. Only the ooze all over them. That doesn't look too healthy. Careful. Defeat all enemies. Throw yourself against an enemy to do a melee attack. Hoosha! 
You can buy helmets, items, or level up your squids with these pearls. Oh, good. I wish I'd been tapping pearls earlier. Head up there, brother. Oh, good god. Oh, good god. out of here. Oh, uh, I feel like I shouldn't have knocked that thing off. Job. Good. <laughs> Good. Oh. Oh. Fell off the edge. Uh, let's get what we are here for and get out. Reach the temple. But what about the star? See, that's, that's super good. And what about my dead friend? My cold dead friend. Tiara. Super sweet. Super star found. Some squid KO boo. Three turn goal. Pearlutes. Uh, the stars are worth a lot of pearls. There is a secret star hidden in every mission. The survival star is obtained when all squids survive the mission. And the speed star is obtained when you complete the mission below a specific number of turns. You unlock the tiara. Tiara. You can find it in the shop in the healer's helmet section. Okay. Okay. So I want to tell everybody that my uh, one Joy-Con is broken. So that's probably why uh, they're automatically kind of throwing like that. And it's sort of always going on its own a little bit. But we're going to keep going. We're going to see what's going on here. Steve would love to have a jetpack. Over there. That fat look sure that fat loot sure looks shiny between that statue's claws. Careful, both of you, and make sure you don't fall off that bridge. Alright, Steve. Show us what you've got, if anything. Stay here. I'll bounce over there in no time. This bird has a lot to say. Steve, remember that as a scout, you can dash. Press the A button while moving in order to dash. The number of remaining dashes available is displayed on the bottom left of the screen. All scouts can dash. So I have two. That was no good. Turn two. Uh, hey. There we go. Uh, There we go. Nice. This is going pretty well. Surprisingly. So, so hard. I'm sure you touched something. Oh, good God. Yeah. 
<laughs> that was not bad. Got the secret star, survived, made it an under six. Very good. Got the tentacle grip and the devil helmet. You can find it in the shop section. Wonderful. On my microphone, it doesn't look like you can hear the bird, but I can hear the bird very loudly. I feel like you have to be able to. But I'm not getting a reading on any of my bars here. So I don't know. I'll have to come, I'll have to play back. I might be crazy. I know you said it. It would be dangerous, but I don't recall you mentioning anything as freaky as huge crab as a huge crab covered with ooze. I didn't actually. I did not expect to see anything here, but dust and sand, and especially not those things. They block the way out. Kids, less kids, less talk. Let's fight our way northeast to the exit. Steve, stay next to me. By hugging you, I can heal you. Now that sounds like an interesting proposition. Press and hold the L button to deploy your inventory. Items gained during missions or, or bought in the shop are stored in the inventory. Select item with the directional buttons and press the A button to use them. You can tap the touchscreen too. Very, very good. Urchins and all spiky stuff are, well, spiky. Be careful not to hurt yourself. Why not push your enemies on them instead? Good advice. There is nothing up there but pain. Pain there too. near him so she so we could all heal and whatnot oh that did not look good Gotta go heal that guy. Yeah, get over there. Oh, don't do all that. No, no. Why, God, why? So what do I have to do? I thought I had to get out. Here, now. Was it a kill enemies thing? I thought. That's terrible. That's not. That's not. Not good. What's happening here? Wow. 
is not how I want to die. I can't seem to figure out how to hurt this guy. Or where I need to go. Oh, I need the, the helmet thing. Right. Directional button. How do you... I think I messed this one up. Restart. Yes. Yes. Mess that one up. <clears throat> okay. Defeat all the enemies. Yes. That's terrible. I had, had no idea. Like my God. escape group now. I hope it's down here. Dear God. Ugh. difficult. I feel like the touchscreen would really be a lot easier. Like almost infinitely easier. It's gotta be back up this way. Good God. Good God. No, it's not, of course. So, is there a map? Of course not. No. Wait. Menu. No. Oh. No. Oh. That's not what I wanted. Well, what's up with this base? 
equipped. Let's see. Level? Who knows? Steve? Level one. So I... It's locked. Helmets. I have the devil helmet. Right? Okay. I think I get some of this stuff. Ah. Okay, I see. You can level up stuff now. Okay. So I don't have the option to level him up, but I can level this helmet up. So, level up for 50 bucks. And then this, I can buy it if I want. So, yeah, buy it. Cool. I can buy the drink hat. I can buy the Christmas sock. Nice. That drink hat actually seems really good. Nice. can't level him up at all yet but I can level her up and I can get her her tiara cap things tag defense tag defense I feel like she needs more defense right yeah cool Yeah. Hey, good girl. Shall level up. You can pop that bad boy on. And that's just gonna add more. Heck yeah. Get that drink hat on, cuz. Nice. Look at them. Chill as heck. Looking good, dudes. Cool. Let's try this level again. Figure these things out. Defeat all my enemies. That's the button I want.
There we go. Now she's cooking. right there. It was just right there the whole time. See, those hats made all the difference. Amazing. Amazing work, I think. I may venture a guess. So, this game is actually really fun. Um, the music is really nice. I'm digging these RPG elements. Obviously, I love being able to purchase extra things. Um, you can revive squids, it seems like, here. Uh, these things here, you can sit, have, hit several enemies at a time. Uh, obviously, it has a lot of these um, classic RPG elements uh, that you would find where you can level your characters up, purchase things using pearls, things like that. Uh, you're able to get uh, other things uh, along those sorts of lines where you can unlock other characters, it looks like. You're also able to get other items, other hats, various things that would help your characters along the way. Uh, all the great stanzas of RPGs. Uh, where this game seems to set itself apart is where you are able to um, use the touch screen where it sort of along the lines of an Angry Birds. Um, you know, it's a lot of that angles and really firing off, let's make things about being a pool hall hustler. Let's see how you how many turns you can make it, uh, defeating the enemies, things like that. Uh, graphically, uh, it looks really good. It's a nice kind of pseudo um, cell shading. Uh, I really dig that. Um, again, the music, it's, it's got a nice island vibe. I'm gonna keep going at it. I'm gonna keep trying this out. I really wanna unlock these Wild West style worlds. I wanna see what that's about. Um, music, like I said, uh, I haven't heard much difference in the music yet, but, you know, hopefully I'll see more, and like I said, I want to see these other characters, I want to see what other hats I can get, what other things uh, can go on here in Squid Odyssey on the Nintendo Switch. Um, right now, looking good. Uh, so far for me, I'd say it's about a, uh, four out of five, uh, as far as you can go. Um, but again, I haven't played much of it yet, but so far, I'm gonna give it a four or five. Um, as for now, everybody, this is uh, Seth Trav from the Switch It Up show. Um, again, thank you, everybody, for hanging out with me. This is, of course, the Preach Network. Um, I'm going to take it easy for now because, again, the concussion is getting to me, and uh, hopefully you didn't hear the bird too much. Um, I'm going to play this back, see how that sounded, and we'll figure out how things go from here. Um, thanks for checking it out. Thanks to our friends uh, for giving us the game Squid's Odyssey over here. Be sure to check it out on the Nintendo eShop. Uh, you can get it currently um, available there check it out uh it's a lot of fun uh, i'm really excited to keep playing this especially with the touch screen because i feel like that is the way to get this one um and i'm probably going to adjust the score once i get to it with the touch screen because i feel like again it seems like it's really designed to be played that way um again everybody be sure to always practice what you preach